on this episode of the AIE Podcast. We have new suckers. I mean, officers. We have new officers. Officers, yeah. BlizzCon Guildhall is a go. The virtual guild hall needs carrots. That's right. Carrots. Carrots. We're going with it. We have Captain. We're going with carrots. We have Captain Sybil's STO updates. And we are talking to ourselves about BlizzCon predictions and more. All that and the aforementioned more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 287 of the podcast celebrating you, the Aaliyah Octa S gaming community. The die has been podcast. I actually got out of the guild kitchen. This is Makala. To my left, actually, no. He's to my right and and, uh, downstairs is Ted Semi. I have a lot of alts. (laughs) You do. And to my virtual right is MewCow. Greetings, candy-gathering gamers. (laughs) And this week, we're joined by our very special guest. Well, guys, it's us. We're here to talk about the comings and goings of AIE, and we're going to throw in a few BlizzCon predictions. So we're going to be digging into all of that in a few minutes, but first, let's go ahead and cover this week's news. AIE News. All right, we want to welcome our newest AIE officers, Cyril and Dan Kinia of, <laughs> and Kinney is of course of, of new braid fame who have graciously accepted their roles in the AIE officer core. Yeah. I think there's a mess in the guild kitchen they can clean up, right? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> if, if Kinney enters the guild kitchen immediately becomes a mess. Right. Yeah. And speaking of guild things, the AIE BlizzCon hall news and GoFundMe are up. We are having both. Uh, we are going to have the Guild Hall at BlizzCon once again, and MewCow hopes to see everyone there. McCullough and I will be virtually waving at you from Phoenix while we watch the uh, the virtual ticket. Um, the Guild Hall will be open both days of BlizzCon, and is a good place to meet up with fellow guildies, relax, and take a break from all the hel- hectic. BlizzCon activities. If you'd like to help out with the expenses this year, please see the GoFundMe page we have for that purpose. BlizzCon events are already underway to determine who will be crowned champion of several esports at BlizzCon. Check out the BlizzCon schedule linked in the show notes to see what's available to watch right now. Well, after the podcast. Don't watch right now. Stay here. No, no. Come back. Stay Stay here. back. (laughs) All right. Alrighty, and Imperium Luddai news. Are you playing Destiny 2 and want to join AIE? Check out the thread Duris has in the forums about what's going on. Link in the show notes. Currently, we have filled up one clan. They only hold 100. I guess they've never heard of us. (laughs) Uh Right? Seriously? Yep. AIE problems. problems. Yep. Yeah, yep. so we've had to create a second clan to keep all the extra stragglers in there, and we've uh, moved a lot of the uh, extra officers around there because, curiously, the each one of your characters and each one of the console types is considered a whole new character, so that's fun. Um, 
So we're, we're if you haven't made it into the main uh, guild, we have a second one ready for you, or clan, as they call it in Destiny speak. So uh, you know, get in touch with us on Discord or search for us on uh, the. Uh, there's a little uh, clan search. We can all, I can put the link in the show notes. So yeah, in, I think uh, it's actually. Um, I think he has it linked in. Um, if you go to the forum thread, he's got the link there. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty easy to find. It's it's there's the uh, Leia, uh, uh, you have the Est, and then there's also the there's two. <laughs> I think it's was it Factum. Yeah. I think it's Factum. It's, it's I think so. Yeah, to. yeah. So, um, so yeah, look for us there. Um, otherwise, in general, uh, Destiny Two news, uh, the PC release is out, and that's why we very quickly hit a hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely um, hit it in full force for the PC release. Gee, I wonder if it has anything to do with it being on the Blizzard launcher. That could be probably, um, <clears throat> maybe. Yep, clans are meta. In other words, all platforms. So oh, that's good. Yeah, so it's in its as are all platforms. That's a handy handy feature. It is. It well, is. The, the clans are, weird. but not the play. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. clans are. The clans are, but you can't cross-platform play okay, like no, you can. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, Xbox can't play with PC and, and vice versa. Your characters do not transfer over. Your stuff does not transfer over. So and, segregation. That's no fair. Yeah, it's exactly. it's weird. It's, it's it's a sense of comedy, but you know you're staring at each other over a, a fence and saying hi. But I mean, honestly, it. a lot of places don't have the same complex gaming community that we do for most people it's not an issue yeah 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 no, we're just, just hashtag aie problems definitely exactly very much so um the uh also as you know it's it's all new and shiny on the pc the roster is currently broken on the pc so it's gonna be a little hard to see people there's around about ways to kind of see if you dig around in the interface but it's not the easiest thing to see but okay um, the console release had the same problem as well. So it's one of those things where they just have to work on it. It could have been that, for all we know, they turned it off on purpose because they didn't want to overload the servers. So we'll see. Um, the uh, PC clan members are reaping the rewards of the console players' efforts, however. Um, since it's all one big clan, uh, whenever anyone in the clan, regardless of console, earns one of the... Um, there's four ways to get what they call these the, the, the Ingrams um, every week. And regardless of who gets it, in, in any any of the clans, it'll count for everyone. So um, those on the PS4 and Xbox can, you know, basically get the same stuff that the PC people get. So right. um, as the PC uh, players get up to speed and get to, to end game and start grinding up a little higher, then they're going to start uh, contributing in their own way. Um, we are at max clan level and receiving all the perks that come for this current season. Um, there are no announcements, however, when the seasons will cycle and what that all means. So we'll see you in the future. Uh, let's see here. We've got a new social tab um, in the Blizzard app, if you noticed, um, if you updated to the latest. And uh, we have a couple of AIE groups in there, um, one being the AIE Destiny 2 group. Uh, the uh, invite link is pinned in the AIE Discord Nomads channel. Uh, there's also a general AIE clan in there as well, um, or not clan, just social group. So look for that. Um, let's see here. We've got uh, pro tip: only use powerful Ingrams once your current power level seems to stall. Uh, they will redeem a much higher level of power level piece of gear to help push you over the stalled gear level hump. <laughs> Essentially, it's around, as they call it, uh, power level 250 uh, is when stuff out in, out in the world doesn't quite uh, automatically level up as you get higher. 
So definitely save that stuff for when you get about then. And the uh, raid will release November 1st while we're all busy running around. Well, while uh, many of us will be busy running around BlizzCon anyway. Or at least getting ready for. Yes. Exactly. Yep. That is the day that I'll be stepping foot. I'm sorry. Continue. Oh, that's 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 the day I'll be stepping foot in in the Anaheim area. So I'll definitely be busy. Neat. And you guys will have a wonderful time. Can't wait to hear all hear the the live reports. Mm-hmm. All right. And in WoW news, patch seven point three patch point two dropped since our last show. It has a lot of tweaks to several character classes. Notes can be found in our show notes, of course, and the worldofwarcraft.com site. But one of Tet's favorite updates is that they added a primal Sagarite vendor to the Vindicar so you can trade primal sa- Sagarite for Argus materials. This is much better, according to our dear Tets, than trying to pros- prospect ore for the right color. Instead, you can just buy 10 primal Sagarites. So, obviously, it's working out well for you? Yeah, for the for the gems, you know, that way if you need a green gem, you don't have to you know, try and prospect you know, like six stacks of 200 ore to try and get one green gem. So, yeah, you could just go right to the vendor and buy it. Awesome. Um, there's also a bunch of changes that didn't make it to the patch notes, and Wellhead has them all. Um, one of his favorites is that they fixed it so you can turn in Argus Quest no matter where the Vindicar is located. Uh, personally, he got used to moving the ships to all three locations just to make sure it wasn't missing any quests and doing the turn-ins. Um, also, obviously, you know, with the Halloween activities going on, Keep an eye out in chat, in Discord, uh, for people looking for part for groups, um, as it's much easier just to do with your guildies. Yep. Um, also, with BlizzCon coming up in five days, uh, be sure to tune in and find out what's in store for WoW and other Blizzard games and where we're going after Argus. Yep. Cannot wait. Is it Friday yet? How about now? No, it's not Friday, right. darling. <laughs> In SWOTOR news, oh, that's right. We got to get to Tuesday first. Um, the yeah, mega yeah, server. There's a holiday first. I know. There's a mega server unification coming up on November 8th with patch notes available on the Star Wars, um, Star Wars website. This will reduce the total number of servers in SWOTOR to five, two in Europe, uh, two in the US, three in Europe. Uh, right now, there's currently a bit of unhappiness with the announced move of both U.S. servers into the Virginia data center, especially from those players that play in the Asia-Pacific region who are experiencing higher latency and lower game responsiveness. Uh, there is a thread in the community forums on the SOTOR site if you uh, want to watch that and see what else, see what other information is coming. Um yeah, it was originally they were going to put one U.S. server in the West Coast data center and one in the East Coast data center, and they ended up putting them both in the Virginia data center. And I know my latency and my ping went up by about fifteen to twenty milliseconds, um, which isn't bad. I'm still I'm averaging eighty six to ninety milliseconds, but I was used to um, like the the sixty millisecond. Um, responsiveness when it was in the West Coast Data Center, so we'll see. Um, also, speaking of Mandatory Fun Night, which I did get to participate in and talk about later, uh, it will be on the pub side this Tuesday, which will mean Imperials in public in Republic costumes, according to Apolis. <laughs> 
And are you running out of character slots and don't want to purchase any more than you already have? Serious case of altitis. Well, in the upcoming patch, everyone gets 12 new character slots and the maximum number of character slots total will be going up from 52 to 100. Yes. Impressive. Yes. Yeah, impressive. Well, when they're doing the server consolidation, if you had the maximum number of characters on one server and then another set of characters on another server, when they merged those servers, that would have put you over the 52. And so mm-hmm. it was kind of like, well, then you can't create any new characters. You can play all of them, but you can't do any until you get down to 51. So they said, yeah, we'll just bump the limit up. So, oh. yeah, now you can have a total hundred, a total of 100 characters in the U.S. and 100 characters in Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Star Wars Escape podcast, Episode 215, A Ride on the Black Talon. Max and Seema take a ride on the Black Talon to get from the starting area to the next uh, planet. It's a neat trick that I did not know about until they they uh, mentioned it. But uh, it's it's a good, um, not operation, flash, not flashpoint. Yeah, flashpoint to run. Um to get from your from your starting area because they're playing um source uh they're playing um Sith sorcerers and so they had to get from the starting area over to um over to the next area so and as max says in the chat room first flashpoint in the story thanks max got it thank you max and they were headed to Drummond Koss, which they covered in episode 216, live from Drummond Koss. They discussed missions on Drummond Koss and continuing the character playthrough, which is really enjoyable and fun. So, um, And Max says all the early flashpoints in SWTOR fall within the storyline to some degree. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of neat to be able to do them as they come up in the storyline. Cool. All righty. <clears throat> I'll have to jump in there a little bit later to make sure I can reserve my names. Mm-hmm. And in Final Fantasy XIV news, there was a big turnout this past Friday for a Final Fantasy fun night. Seems like there needs to be more Fs in that. Um, mm-hmm. Fabulous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fun was also fabulous. Awesome. Fabulous turnout this Friday. <laughs> this Freaky <laughs> Friday? Oh, yes. Maybe. Freaky Friday for Final Fantasy fun night. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely recommend that if you are if you have an account or are thinking of joining, definitely jump in for the Fridays because that's when you're going to see the biggest groups. Um, also, uh, the seasonal event um, All Saints Week is active right now, but will be ending on the first November. So go ahead and get in there and get your werewolf outfit. And it's a it's a fun little little uh, little uh, uh, storyline too. It's actually in, um, incorporating one of the the new races in uh, Stormblood. So. Definitely recommended, and uh, you know, for all those that are into the cat girls and boys that are, you know, always sad that they don't get to quite participate in the the funny costumes. Well, they actually have something special for for uh, cat girls and boys with uh, the werewolf outfit. So definitely want to jump in there and check it out. Um, also, uh, we might have forgotten about it, but the Yokai Watch event also comes to a close on the first. So if you haven't finished grinding out your pets and your weapons, go ahead and do that now before it goes away. Uh, also, uh, patch 4.11 uh, is active now and brings with it the first high-end ultimate duty, the unending coil of Bahamut. So if you want to go into that older content but have it be you know, more with the current level of things, jump in. You're going to see some crazy stuff going on. 
All right. And we have Captain Sybil's STO update for the week ending in 1029-2017. The Earth celebration known as Halloween is spreading to the galaxy's greatest vacation destiny, Ryza, and you can show off your costume to win a piece of Star Trek online history. This Thursday, this Tuesday, October 31st, Ambassador Kale will bring a special Twitch live stream to Ryza at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. Show up to enter into a costume contest to, origina- to win an original box copy of Star Trek Online, autographed by the entire development team. The contest will be judged by STO's lead character artist, um, Ian Cassandetta. So make sure you look your best. Times, places, and roles are on, of course, the STO up- update or up- STO website. Wow. Uh, English is hard. English is hard. I told you I was tired. Uh, The new uh, Janur Colony Fleet Starbase next upgrade project has been unlocked. Colony beautification, glass floor. This is a even more feng shui option or feng shui project to add a glass floor and what appears to be an aquarium below below it for the fleet starbase. See the web, website for details. The Melting Pot mission, released on October 3rd, will be unlocking Week 4 replay rewards. This will add the inundated shielding and counterbalance munition sets with the usual, with the usual enhancement tech upgrade tokens or specializations points. The Sea Store sale ends on Monday, October 30th, so tomorrow. Uh, it's underway now. It includes a 20% Service discount, a 15% lockbox key discount, and a 20-key bundle pack, which includes an ultimate tech upgrade token in every box. Act now for these bonus discounts. And every October 31st and Friday the 13th, Hearts and Minds, a fun one-act horror story mission, is released for a limited time. Watch for it on Halloween, October 31st, and subsequent Friday the 13th. Um, and don't forget... All Starfleet, all fleet star bases are always seeking. <laughs> trying that again, um, and don't forget, <laughs> all the fleet star bases are always seeking ont- contributions of material and personnel. Check out the STO website, Star Trek Online, for news, backstories, patch notes, forms, and all the other hauntingly good goodness. Um, until then, Captain Sybil says, "Live long and prosper." <laughs> All right. And in Guild Wars 2 news, the Guild Hall needs carrots. Yes, you heard correctly, carrots. Carrots? The Guild Hall build carrots. The Guild Hall build out needs lots of resources including a thousand carrots for the harvesting bonus. Please contribute what you can. The Guild Treasurer NPC is near the central waypoint and shows what we need and takes the donations. Thanks to all that have contributed so far. And with that, now that we've made it through the news, Mostly. Let's talk about what we've been doing in and out of game and maybe a quick BlizzCon prediction or two. So, McCullough, what have you been up to? Uh, First of all, I'd like to apologize for the mess in the guild kitchen. (laughs) In the last week, we've had, I've made cinnamon rolls, um, beer, um, no, pumpkin, apple cider bread. Apple crisp, apple pie bars, mm-hmm. pretzel rolls. Twice. Twice. Anything else I've baked? 
the cheese dip for the pretzel rolls twice. Oh yeah, but that's not that's cooking. That's not baking. What's peeling Still the sticker off a fruit? <laughs> <laughs> that's preparation. Um, Still a mess in the kitchen. So yeah. There's still a mess in the kitchen, and Tetsumi had to clean it, and I really would apologize, but I just cooked too damn well. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I've been cooking. So I've been doing lots of cooking, um, getting ready for Phoenix Fan Fest in two weeks, um, which, by the way, we will not have a show in two weeks because of that, because I will be brain dead. Um, my primary gaming has been, of course, the character sheet and dice variety, uh, which, you know, tends, tends to be... Uh, well, me cussing a lot with accents. Let's be honest. It's, it's me cussing a lot with accents. Um, our Friday night D&D game, um, after our characters got flung 1,200 years into the future, into a timeline where it's all gone to hell, quite literally, um, in a handbasket. Um, and our characters may have done some things that we don't know about. Some good, some bad. And we've been told that we're going to be gods. Um, so take a little break from all of that uh, we had a fun Halloween event in game and by fun I mean an in game version of Dead by Daylight where we fought Jason Voorhees and Mike Myers last game and Freddy this week for the big finale yeah our cleric awesome. was hanging on a hook <laughs> I was down to a, a quarter of my hit points actually had to got stuck in a dream and had to ask the ranger to slap me awake. <laughs> yep. And then I became, you know, on dream on duty to get people out of their dreams. And I found really interesting ways to do it. I didn't slap anybody though. Um, oh, it was rough. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I kissed one party member. I kissed, I kissed the party leader because that would shock him. Right. And you don't know what I, I did to the ranger in repayment for the slap. Cause it was really hard. <laughs> um, so, so, you know, we had a little bit of fun in all the chaos we've been dealing with and then we'll get back to the regular, everything's on fire and it hurts storyline. Um, Wednesday night D and D, which is with some fabulous AIE people. Uh, we're playing Cor storm Kings thunder. Um, we spent some time in the remains of a giant, giant feasting hall investigating a magical statue of unknown origin, which I still can't figure out what's magical about it. <laughs> um, and we fought giant spiders that decided that um, SJ and Andata were best encased in spider webs. That's that's not how you treat our guilties. No, no, I I, I will burn you down. <laughs> uh, Monday night, we're actually we have we're running a game with a friend of ours who is a first time D and D player and first time DM. And she's she just doing went, awesome. She's doing really great. She just went full both feet in and she has the cutest um dmf we call it dms familiar um as our daughter is actually helping her run stuff and rolling dice and helping her <laughs> stuff so it's, it's pretty awesome um so we investigated the city of philanda philanda ever <laughs> no yeah right ryan's the one that has to say it in game philandrel yeah. Anyway, yes, the Lost Mines. The place where the Lost Mines is. The city around it. Um, we met a very depressed cleric of Tamora. <laughs> um, a retired adventurer that literally took an arrow to the knee. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we started finding out just how messed up the Red Brand are. So yep. that was a, a really, really good time. And already Ted is starting on me when it comes to his cleric. 
And I don't know. You haven't gone on my Destiny yet, have you? No. No. Is that next week? Is that this week? <laughs> it's on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good you're playing the same dang cleric. Well, different version of the same cleric. Yeah, you know. I know. Yeah, you have a type. Um, I have so a type, yeah. Yeah, so it's been you a lot of fun. Guys, you guys keep making me heal, so, you know, you're going to get the type. <laughs> I don't. I, I, healed, I healed last time. I know. Sometimes it's a big old mace in my hand. <laughs> um, so it's been fun. This is actually our Monday night group is uh, my group from work that originally started out or originally started out as a work group, what, three years ago now? Um, yeah. when some friends saw um, a giant foam D&D dice on my desk and then they we decided to start playing D&D at our house. It includes um, the aforementioned poor Kenny, who's now an officer. In fact, Ted asked her, she got there for game. Hey, Kenny, do you have a minute? Yeah. Do you want to be an officer? Exactly. <laughs> You've been nominated. Yeah. You've yeah. been voluntold. You've been voluntold. We'd like you to be an officer. Um, so yeah, so it's it's with some really great people. Um, who also some of which are also in AI. So that's what I've been doing, geek gamey wise. What about you, Ted? All the things. No, all um, the things, except for no rating. <clears throat> well, that's yeah. Um, but in. Well, let's start out with SOTOR because I did mention that earlier. Uh, I actually got to finally attend a, f a mandatory fun night. Uh, unfortunately, Max was on the road. So I missed the storytelling portion of the uh, raid that we were, or the operation that we were in. Um, so I got bits and pieces of of it. Apparently it has something to do with the uh, the Dreadlords and they're trying to unleash this huge monstrosity and we have to stop it in the operation. So it was it was fun to run with the guild and um, you know actually see an operation and, and get to do it. So that was fun. Um, and I of course brought my lightning sorcerer because we did it on the Imperial side. So and I didn't lightning have to take yeah, I didn't have to tank anything. I could just, you know, shoot lightning out and have fun, and and that was, that was good. So, um, I just made sure I stood next to Seema, so I got you know heals and stuff coming in, you know, near her. So that was all good. Um, and I got my uh, sorcerer up to command XP one hundred four, which is the the max is three hundred. So Congrats. slowly climb, climbing up there, you know, just playing a little bit here and there. Um, but in wow news, I broke out the leveling and got my priest as shadow up to 110. It's both not as bad and completely as bad as you think trying to level the shadow priest, uh, DPS wise, but, uh, complete lack of AOE. Well, not lack of AOE, but very little AOE. Mm -hmm. Um, so just had to make sure I had a bodyguard and go out and, just burn the things down before they killed me. So, burn it. You know. Got it. Got it. Kill it. Kill it with fire. That's actually exactly. pretty much our shadow well, fire. Shadow, yeah. Exactly. Shadow fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I approve. I got, him, I got her through the Class Order Hall campaign. Got her the mount. Um, so she has this beautiful shadow owl that's gorgeous. Um, and she's now on Argus working on the Get Six Followers to 900 eye level. Um, also, I had my druid sitting on Argus head and started the campaign, and um, I'm getting my druid through the the campaign 
they're just on the first area right now. So that leaves me with my monk and the demon hunter left to level, which I'll probably do on this nice uh, break raid break we're taking uh, because one raid burnout is a thing. And we're taking two week hiatus from raiding due to real life and BlizzCon scheduling. So yeah, half uh, the team's going to BlizzCon. Yeah. Exactly. And the other half of the team is whining about not being a BlizzCon. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mew, I don't remember Nighthold, Valor, or um, even Emerald Nightmare. I don't remember getting burned out at the end like I am on this. Is it, Do you think it's just because there's so much more you have to pay attention to that you can't just relax and farm it? Yeah, there's definitely a a lot higher personal responsibility in this raid. It's the first two kind of like were starter, like the training wheels for the expansion. And this is one where they're really kind of forcing you to like, you know, if even one person, especially once you're in Heroic, if even one person screws up and the whole thing just goes downhill. Yeah. Um, you know, that's the, I'm feeling an even more in my heroic team to the point now where it's, yeah, we're, we're still seven of, of nine and it is rough. Like one person <laughs> dies and the thing you just, you just, yeah, you're there. done. You don't have enough yeah. DPS to finish it or heals yep. or, yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that avatar is a pain on her. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, it's, it's, you're not, you're not imagining it. Okay. Well, like I said, we've got, you know, we got two week hiatus starting tonight. So we're just kind of relaxing. I'm going to finish getting the Druid through the Argus campaign and then figure out whether I want to level the monk or the, the demon hunter. Um, I may do the demon hunter first and then the monk because I've got to go back over to the Alliance side and um, eventually level. I want to see the Alliance campaign. So I want to get my warrior and DH over there leveled up. So. <laughs> We'll see how that goes. Um, oh, yes. And in doing all this leveling and stuff, I found out I have a serious unsullied token issue. This is worse than the Timeless Isle token issue, and we know how bad that yeah, was. Um, yeah, I, I put a screenshot on Twitter earlier, if, someone, if you go look on my timeline. But I have 104 slots of inventory on my Alliance Warrior and she has four slots free. It's full of plate and male unsullied tokens. I think all but, I think it's like 80, I think it's 80 tokens she has over there just from leveling all my alts and sending the stuff over because I've got all my horde tunes leveled up. Mm-hmm. So they, and there's only three plate classes, so I don't need plate. And there's only two male classes, the, the shaman and the hunter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's five out of the 12 possible classes. So that's all sitting on my alt now. Um, the leatherware, at least, you know, you've got druid, monk, demon hunter, rogue. You know, you've got four leatherworking classes. So I still don't have all the tokens for the leatherwares. Um, because I saw the monk and the DH to do here and, and my demon hunter over there. So I'm sending those over and I just got the priest up. So now cloth tokens can start getting shipped over. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy how many, how fast the tokens built up. Um, one thing since I have been doing leveling and new, I don't know if you care, if you did this on an alt itis, cause I found out the other day I stumbled across this. You, you may have, but the, 
vendor that's on the broken shore, the one that's left, not the one that moved to the Vindicar, mm-hmm. um, sells a follower armor token f- that will get your follower to 880, regardless of yep. what level they're at. And they start mm-hmm. at 760. Seven, yeah. 760. Yep. So take them right to 880. And then you only need like four tokens maximum from the missions if you're you know, unlucky or one, if you manage to make it to the, get them to 900 and start getting those tokens in your feed. So, yep. um, and they also sell gear crates for 250 shards. So if you have extra shards, you've already got the pet out of the, uh, the treasure chest and you don't, you know, you've bought all the other stuff with shards. Hey, you know, beats spending order resources on them, especially on ults. You don't play a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely been very useful when getting all the new alts through. It's it's been speeding things quite a bit. So, yeah. and they're all BOA, so you can buy them on one two and send it to another. Even cross faction, you're all good. Yep, yep. If you've got you know one or two main alts that are just have you know super powerful followers, they're going to churn out like that one mission that gives the seven thousand five hundred shards. Right. Yep. That's, that's, you know, weekly things. So you're going to be pumping out not only that, but the AP with those characters. So, you know, it's, it's, it's going to snowball pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, one other tip, I didn't put it in the notes, but I will. I got used to the fact that I thought most missions were like between a hundred and 300 order resources. You really have to watch it because like there's a new mission now for four blood of Sargeras. It's a thousand order resources. Mm-hmm. And some of the gold missions are 800 to you know, 600 to 800. So especially on your alts, if you don't play a lot and don't have a lot of resources on them, watch how much the, yeah. the stuff costs. Cause you will burn through, uh, you'll burn through resources like crazy. So yeah. I'm yeah. hoping, I'm hoping the 20 world quest gets you 5k resources is coming up. I think that's either this week or next week. So, cause I'm starting to run low on resources. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've, I've started having to on my alts, like just go on a resource run where you just hit all the world quests that just, just give resources and just yeah. go down the line to do that because they're, they're eating through it so quickly. Yeah, thankfully on Tet, because I have a gathering profession on all my tunes, so they occasionally will get Blood of Sargeras from that. And then on Tet, I can just, I have like 160,000 order resources um, saved up, so I'll just burn through missions and get the Blood of Sargeras, turn them into the BOA, here's 200 order resources, and send them around, so. Oh. All right, but that's what I have been up to. Um, besides raiding, like I said, we do have uh, Kill Jaden, the whole thing on farm. We're ready for the next challenge. Um, hopefully they've got a, the personal responsibility balanced a little bit more for this one. But uh, I guess we'll find out what's coming up in BlizzCon. So what have you been up to, Mew? Well, other than hoping that we don't have more soaking in lines to worry about (laughs) in the new raid. Right. Tomb of Soaked Garrus. Tomb of Soaked Garrus, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, since we're talking about WoW still, I'll go to my WoW section. And uh, um, like every year, um, since I've got, you know, 24 viable alts, um, I run the Headless Horseman runs and, you know, of course, never get them out. So that tradition, of, of course, has, has continued this year as well. Um, I'm fairly certain it doesn't exist. Um, there's a lot of people that like to, you know, be mean and, and claim that they've gotten it, but it, it looks like the warlock mount to me, and just you know, they're 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 clearly warlocks with the warlock mount. So, oh god, right, <clears throat> so, that's a know. jerk move. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
So, you know, that's, that's just, you know, yearly tradition uh, to, to do yeah. that. Um, but at some point I'm going to have to, you know, pick an altar too and just gather up all the treats because there, there are some new goodies to grab this year from the vendor. So, you know, at some point I'll have to sit down and do that. Um, but otherwise, um, I, I was going to recommend to you, if, to, as far as the, between the, the monk and, and the, the uh, demon hunter, I've really started enjoying uh, the, the monk alt I've started up uh, from 100. Because, you know, Pandaria is one of my favorite expansions. So doing the monk stuff, basically it feels like Legion Pandaria edition. And right, it's, yeah. it's a nice feeling. So... No, that's that's probably where I'm going to try to focus uh, because I just got uh, a warlock to 110. Um, right. um, I have a bit more story to do, of course, because you know it, you you speed the levels now, especially since you, with a full set of uh, leveling gear. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> I got a bit of, of catch up to do. Mostly, it's it's running through dungeons. Uh, yeah. They have all those nice little road bumps. Um, and uh, my uh, my Death Knight as well is is still leveling up, and you know there's just an interesting story there. It's got some good lore going on. So so now uh, you know I'll try to finish with the Warlock, and then I can focus on the Monk and the DK. It's you know ha- having the problem with Altitus is is balancing through everything uh, because I also started my Shaman as well. So right. uh, yeah, so it's just lots of interesting little stories, and it, it, we're at the point now, and at least until the raid comes, that it's it's time to do all the catch up on all your alts and get all the stories done, and you know, run through all the the catch up mechanics that are there. So, yeah. oh, by the way, you triggered something. Speaking of oh, speaking of mounts, triggered. I I did actually get the Court of Ferrandis mount out of the emissary uh, cache today. Oh, the the fox. No, the hippogriff. Oh, the, the one that you oh, get. So that this is the one that comes out of the emissary cache once you've hit, you know, exalted with them, and then you get mm-hmm. the um, every time you hit ten thousand rep with them, you get um, the extra, extra chest from them. Yeah, yeah I, the the hippogriff mount came out today. Nice. I keep forgetting that I should be grinding that as well, but I tend to focus all that kind of stuff still on on the other factions. I always forget about Frondus. Yeah, I'm I'm not grinding. I just if it happens to be the emissary for that day, I'll go mm-hmm. do it and then that at, with the uh, like if I could do the mission tokens and you get like here's the mission, you know, and you get Court of Frondus rep, I'll send it to whatever other alt has that mm-hmm. profession and needs it cuz I've got yeah. everything maxed on Ted, so makes sense. Um, but and that's pretty much been my wow because um, you know, I haven't had as much time to play WoW because of the Destiny Two stuff happening. Yes. Yes. Let's hear so, about that. So yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, all of the rest of my free time has been Destiny Twoing. Um, you know, I already played through the campaign on the console, so this time around it was faster, smoother. You know, I I knew what I was doing. Yeah, I, I knew all the little the you know pitfalls and you know jump here, don't jump there, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so a lot faster, a lot smoother. Um, this time around, I decided to go with the Hunter class. Uh, I did Titan on the console. Um, it's Even though it's you're, you're, you're playing with all the same guns, um, there is enough of a difference in the classes that it does feel like a different play. Um, you know, the, a Titan is definitely the tank. Um, they're, depending, of course, on the subclass you pick, they're, they're meant to go in there and, and, you know, basically mix it up with what's going on. Um, as, as all the other classes like to make fun of, they're busy punching things um, over and over, and they have a reason for <laughs> it. <laughs> so, but uh, 
it is neat, however, that you get the Captain America shield this time around. So that's kind of it cool. is very cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Hunter, totally different play style. Um, you, even though one of the subclasses um, kind of lets you mix it up in the fray, you really are as a hunter kind of supposed to go back a little bit and you know pick things off from a distance. Um, their their armor is going to to help with that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's enhancing um, stuff with with the guns as opposed to stuff with your fists. Um, <clears throat> so that that's it's been fun. Um, I've definitely enjoyed it. Um, I, I have gone all the way through to uh, the the end end game content. Um, I'm now in the the power grind, so that I can start doing the uh, the raids that will be coming out in the first. Um, so you know that's. Been my focus um, is all that fun stuff, and I think that's yeah. That I mean, that's essentially it. It's, it's you know tons of D two. So you nice. know those the, cool. those that have been paying attention, you know, that's probably where you're going to see me lately. Right. Um, <clears throat> however, not yesterday, um, because yesterday we made the trek out to the Texas Renaissance Festival. I've never been to the one in Texas, but I know that is one of the renowned ones. Yes. Well, it's oh geez, it's one of the oldest. It's one of the oldest, and it's like thirty acres of of Renaissance. Nice. Um, So you know, it's you go to this place, you kind of get spoiled for other ones because it's you know, it's a permanent structure. Um, Mm -hmm. It's always there, and it feels like it, so it kind of lends to the whole vibe. Right. So you know, it's the, the you know the, the ivy growing on stuff is is real. It's real, right? Yeah. You know, it's and which you know, as I was talking to one of the uh, one of the people running a ride, it's like you know, only an idiot would put up fake ivy because you can grow ivy on anything. So True. right, yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but uh, so yeah, that was about a two point five hour trek out to the, wow. the uh, fairgrounds um, north of Houston because we're in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, not too bad. We had, we had some friends with us, so we had people to talk to as we were out Good. there. Um, and uh, w- we decided this year to bring um, a wagon for the toddler um, because last year we did the stroller and he was essentially just kind of strapped to it for the whole thing. You know, yeah, yeah. that's right. not fun for him. Um, you know, he definitely was able to see a lot more from the wagon. Um, mm-hmm. He seemed to be amused and pleased with himself um, as plus, we ran around. With it. Plus more room to put stuff in. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the thing is we could you know put bags mm-hmm. and stuff in there. And yeah, okay. It helped that a lot for that. Um, <clears throat> so uh, you know, we also had uh, a bit of fun with uh, trying out various uh, ways of of tethering toddlers. Um, <laughs> any way you do it, it's going to be awkward. I'll, I'll yeah. so tell you that much. I, uh, as a non-childed person, thought the idea of the toddler leash was the worst thing imaginable. Mm-hmm. And then we had a kid. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, that, that person is a genius and deserves a Nobel Peace Prize because <laughs> right. a, a active toddler in a crowded place is a terrifying thing. Yes, yes. It, it doesn't matter what's going on. They're going to bolt for the most dangerous area every single oh, yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Well, because it's the most interesting. Yeah, of course. It's where the most noise is ha- happening. And, right. you know, hey, look, a horsey. Um, it's fun, fun stuff yeah. like that. So, um. Uh, also, to to add to the fun, it it was Hall- it's Halloween weekend, uh, so more than just the usual uh, Renaissance Fair garb was going on. You had all kinds of fun costumes going. So, um, and you know the best part of that is then to see all of the the uh, the festival workers re- react and yeah. interact, and um, so it was it was 
it was quite entertaining because being proper Renaissance Festival workers, you know, they're trying to make sense of it in their world. And right. it's, it's always kind of fun. Um, you know, the, for example, there was a, a T-Rex and, you know, those popular inflated pop, T-Rex. Yeah. 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 So, of course, as the TX ran around, you'd hear, Dragon! Dragon! Awesome. So, you know, that was <laughs> That's cool. always quite entertaining to watch. Um, we There were, I saw two different um, David Bowie Goblin Kings. Nice. I know um, um, Jen mentioned a Jen Ben one that she didn't get a picture of because she was kind of just busy enjoying it. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I, I it's one of those things where the, they, you know, they were, they were busy. They were going places. Right, yeah, so, yeah. So, but very well done. Um, very impressive. I, I saw another one um, that I, I don't think it was a, a Gen Ben, but it was still done done really well. Um, uh, there was there was a bender um, nice. that everyone was very excited about. Unfortunately, they when we saw them, they were leaving the fair, so we couldn't sure. you know, get any good pictures. But gotcha. very well done. Um, of course, lots of uh, Harley Quins are running mm-hmm. around. Uh, not Just not like that. one. Yeah, just like a regular con. I was happy to see that most of them were the, were more of the old school. Um, cool, uh, cool. The, the jester, yeah, the jester, the jester. To the, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and the jester fits monster. better. It definitely mm-hmm. does. It definitely does. Yeah. Um, also, far too many clowns. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, there was uh, a, a few Pennywises, and um, also that one clown. I don't know the name of it. The one from American Horror Story okay. was also in attendance. Oh, okay, uh, so. It was all about the clowns, and uh, as you were saying earlier, it was also we saw a Freddy. Yeah, um, very well done, Freddy. Um, he even uh, kind of looked like the guy. I had to stare at him for a wow. bit just to see if it was the actor or not. Robert, Robert England. Yeah, um, and he was uh, he was chanting his stuff, so he he knew his Freddy. Nice. <clears throat> and uh, you know, and, and of course, to top it all off. Uh, you see, uh, lovely wife uh, made the mistake of going in not full garb. Yep. And being a true Renaissance Fair fan, you don't go in not full garb. One does merely not go to the Renaissance Festival not in garb, because then what happens? You come home in a whole new garb. Yep. 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 The temptation is real when you're not fully done up. Yeah, well, she said you. Know, she sent the picture, and you know, she looked adorable on the way there. Um, mm-hmm. But it was definitely it was garb light. Yeah, it, it was, was comfortable garb. It was comfortable garb. Like no, 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 no. There's some of us that we're not made for comfortable garb. That's you know that's for going to the mall when you want to look fun. Mm-hmm. And she looked great. She looked adorable, and the, the bodice fit her really well. But yeah, no, um, yeah, what she got was beautiful though. Oh yeah, yeah. She got a very well done Batgirl Renaissance dress. Really, really cute. Yes. Yep. Um, very well done, all leather. Hmm? What was that? Um, Sybil, Sybil in the chat room wants to know if there were any mithril blades for sale. Oh, I'm sure there were. Um, there. This this place, like I said, it's a huge Renaissance fair. There have to be at I want to say about ten weapon shops. Um. A, a uh, several jewelry stores. I mean, we're we're talking the the full deal. So uh, it would not surprise me if there were several types of mithril blades there. Um, yeah, there's also you know the I had to drag Jen away from the uh, the Kingdom Hearts Keyblade section. Um, oh 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 yeah yeah. So. I'm I'm glad we weren't there. Yeah yeah. Holy crud! The horde yeah. freak out. 
Yeah, several of the weapon shops have like the full assortment, uh, you know, including like Oblivion and and some of the other big ones. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna see if she got any cards of places because I would like to check those out. Yep. 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 So, so yeah, that was our yesterday. I am obviously very tired as a result. Um, uh, it turns yeah. out dragging a toddler in a wagon all throughout the you know thirty acres of land is very tiring. And driving so. 2.5 miles each way, or 2.5 yes. hours each way, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, yep. so, guys, BlizzCon's this week. It it's is. in five days. It's in five oh, days. That's surprising. I know. Um, is it here yet? No, it's not. <laughs> I need Halloween, dang it, even if I don't have a black pillbox mm-hmm. hat for the uh, costume I thought of <laughs> this afternoon. Okay. Anyways, um, so... Let's throw some quick predictions out. We're, you know, we're not as cool as Azeroth Roundtable. We don't do a full prediction show. Um, but, and I'm going to take the easy ones. I'm going to throw my predictions out there. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there'll be a, a WoW X-Pack announcement. Yes, I know, Ted. I went for the easy one. I apologize. Uh, that's um, what she said. That is what she said. That is what I just said. And I married you. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh-huh. Probably some new Overwatch heroes, I'm thinking, and hopefully some new shorts because those things are absolutely amazing. Um, I would love to hear some hints on a new IP. They always like to tease us with that type of stuff. Yep. And they are working on it. Yes. So I would love to hear some hints. Yeah, I think it's about a year too early for if they're going to do the mobile RPG because they just started shifting people over to that team. So I think that's about a year out, but we'll see. Yeah, they'll, they'll probably pull a Titan where they'll, you know, They'll mention it, and you'll never see a mention of it ever again throughout the entire show. Exactly, yeah. So what are your predictions, Ted? think, I'm hoping. This is what I, what I hope and what I think we're going to get. I think they're going to do a variation on the Alder and Scryer faction like they did in Burning Crusade, but this time it's going to be Shadow and Light. So oh, that you right. will be... Still horde an alliance as your base faction, but then within that faction, you'll either be working for the shadow or the light. So oh, that's, that's, we'll that's very Sotor. It, it would be it would be interesting to see if they just you know do just another faction and you can only work for one or the other. It was it's also they did that in um, they did that in Lich King expansion in Sholazar Basin. With mm-hmm. the um, oracles and the Wolvar, yeah, yeah, the oracle and the Wolvar, yeah. So they're, they've done it before. I think it's about time to bring it back and and see where it goes. But I'm hoping they do shadow and light because it'd be fun. Although, like a shadow priest working for the light side, yeah, yeah, that that, that was my know, one, yeah. And even the paladins, like imagine a paladin working for shadow, right? Oh, it would yeah. be interesting. That's you know I want to see yeah. what, if they do it. I want to see how much they go for it. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. What about you, Mew? Yeah, I, I definitely feel that, that that's going to happen. But uh, yeah, so um, as hinted at with the goodie bag, I think that this year is pretty much going to be just Overwatch all over the place. Like it's mm-hmm. it's we're, we're going to be just overwhelmed with with Overwatch. Overwatch all the things because you know they they have a major league you know, sports style thing mm-hmm. about to happen. They, they, yeah. they have to, they, they have to hype it up. They have to 
get us rolling down that way because something has to pay for all this. <laughs> so when we were in, when we were in Vegas, we actually um, passed the um, esports arena mm-hmm. there. That's being built. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those are going to start. I mean, I've already kind of seen those things popping up. In, in fact, uh, uh, I want to say like a year and a half ago um, is where I saw the one. There is one in Anaheim. Uh, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's a third party one. But uh, Hex was using that one for their big tournament. So those things are starting to pop up. I think the people are realizing that, you know, this is a venue kind of thing. This is how yeah. you get the nerds to, to, to escape home yeah. and hang out with each right. other and spend money. That, that, that's, that's the key part. That's, mm-hmm. that's how you get them to spend that money. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's going uh, to be about that. It's going to be more ways of, of hooking people into overwatch that may not be as into it. Um, you know, like you said, with the, uh, the shorts, uh, I think that they're, they have to do something. Um, I'm expecting, you know, maybe they'll talk about cartoon stuff. Um, you know, some kind of a more ongoing kind of story, uh, probably a lot of comics, um, because the, the motion comics have been going pretty well. So it wouldn't surprise me if they announce some kind of a, you know, big comic vendor is going to start doing a more regular overwatch thing because there's, there's a lot of story and, and people are hungry for it. Yep. So yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course there won't be anything Diablo because they've already told us yep. well ahead of time. So um, that means that there's going to be lots of room for other stuff. Uh, there, it seems like they're not focusing on the wow X pack as, as hard as they w- should. Um, yeah. Diablo. But what about me? What about me? Apparently, he's on vacation. He's, yeah, he's gonna walk him out. Um, I'm expecting uh, the WoW X Pack to be probably seas based. Um, it's been a while since we've touched the seas back in Cataclysm, um, I, and we've kind of gotten glimpses of it in Legion. They're showing us that hey, it's not all that bad. We we can still kind of deal with this. You know, it's, it's not hor- too horrible. You know, you'll get over it. So I think the seas will come back. Um, I think, uh, Hearthstone is going to have some stuff, but they're now on a, like a regular schedule. So it's Mm -hmm. just going to be coincidental because of BlizzCon that, you know, they're just saving all the Hearthstone news for BlizzCon. So there'll be plenty there. Um, otherwise, uh, Starcraft two is really starting to wane. Um, I'm, if they don't have something interesting to show us at BlizzCon, um, I think that that's just going to start going the way that Odo, I mean, it's now that they've redone StarCraft one and people are still in love with StarCraft one. Um, I, I'm, I'll be curious to see what they do as far as that goes at BlizzCon. So cool. I also predict that we're going to have fun at the guild hall. Always. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's all the lead up is in fact, I need to go buy my uh, medieval knights, uh, medieval um, well, it's gone. The medieval times. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, medieval, medieval times. times. Oh, yeah, times yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. On Wednesday? Yeah. Yes, on Wednesday um, is, is when everyone's planning on going there. Um, I'm planning on going and dragging the toddler with me, so that should be Yay! fun. Um, and of course, World of Podcasts and, and right. whatnot on Thursday, um, CTR Party Friday. And Guildhall uh, fun on Saturday. Saturday is going to be the day that um, a lot of podcasts will be doing their recordings in the Guildhall. Cool. So if there's a day for you to show up, it's definitely Saturday. Um, Neat. We're, we're definitely going to focus hard on that. 
So yeah. It's, and are it, are you doing are you doing Discon on Sunday? Yes, we are. Um, cool. Yep. Uh, it, the, the the toddler is really big into Mickey Mouse right now. Oh, great. Every time he sees it, I mean, it doesn't matter what version of, of Mickey Mouse it is. You'll hear a little Mickey Mouse. So, you know, he's he's huge into it. Um, even the old school he recognizes, which is kind of cool that, you know, he's, he's processing all that now. So, yeah, we're going to go to Disneyland, um, watch it blow his mind. And, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a while since he's been there. And, you know, when he was he was little when he'd go. So. Well, yeah, he was little and we had a pass and we went there you know, yeah. practically every month. So it was just some place oh, yeah. we wandered around. It wasn't anything and, you know, big. Random people in town. Hey, let's meet at Disneyland. I know mm-hmm. we, we you gave me the you gave us the inside food tour of Disney the, that one night. Yes, yes. You know all the fun places that are easy to overlook, but they're there yeah. and they're good. Oh yeah, that lobster roll was divine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also Dapper Day. Yes, yes. So that's fun. Which is kind of funny because we already essentially have like Disney themed Dapper Day outfits because yeah. of what happened True. at uh, Nortacular. At Nortacular. perfect. <laughs> so we are good to go. Awesome. All right. So if you have anything else, um, that's our show for tonight. While the chat room begins suggesting show titles, we'd like to thank us for joining us tonight. And again, a big, big thank you to uh, MewCal for all of his BlizzCon or BlizzCon Guildhall efforts. Yeah. There'll be more are trying to help keep that, keep those uh, ducks in a row, which is really difficult because we actually have squirrels and they're confused and everywhere. So yep. thank you so I much for all your hard work there. Yep. I'm happy to do it. And I think I'm going to be uh, pulling the reins a little tighter for, for next time around. Cool. Yeah. That we can start, you know, pimping it out and doing whatever we need to do. Get that GoFundMe up and a little earlier and start, yep. start the uh, fundraising. Definitely. Exactly. Um, and just a reminder, we do want to, you know, remind everyone there is a link in the show notes for the GoFundMe page and the article up on the guild hall. So please yep. make sure you go read those and help out as you can. And thank you, Sybil. She said she did her GoFundMe guild hall. Thank duty. You, Yay. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, um, and of course, you know, the website that yeah, we'll mention that in just a moment. <laughs> and uh, you, Doris, does ask, is there going to be a webcam in the guild hall so we can see the shenanigans? Um, right now, it's, uh, it's still up into the air as whether we'll have full internet for the entire guild hall. Um, I, I'm just going to go ahead and get it taken care of for Saturday myself. Um, uh, Friday is still unknown. Uh, there's been several people saying they have the little wireless access points. Uh, they, they charge a, a large amount of money for internet at the hotel. Uh, because they know that you're a, a trapped audience, so yeah, you know, yeah. So it, it's it's not fun, and um, I, I definitely want to you know get everyone to to please uh, go to the to the GoFundMe. Um, Belthaz helps us out every year. Um, yes, he does. It, it's it's you know not the easiest thing for him, um, but you know he he wants to he wants to help out, us out this way. So please help him out back. Um, it's it's greatly appreciated, um, and we'll be looking for that. All right. And if you have questions or comments about the show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. Sorry, the show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at the Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join in our chat room and play along with us on our website. Uh, link in the show notes. 
Our Discord server for chat is bit.ly slash AIE podcast discord. And our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys of Soul or visit his website, keysofsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great EIE member segments we received this week, including Overly Dramatic News by Hunts the Wind and Altitis by some guy named Yukau. Oh, hey, I hear he's really amazing. <sighs> great guy. Really great here. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're going to take a few weeks off uh, due to real life schedules tentatively the Sunday after Thanksgiving, but we're going to let you guys know uh, when to expect us back. Um, so until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi. And this is Mucal. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Greetings, gamers. This is MewCow, your guide in treating a common gamer condition called Alditis. As we settle into patch 7.3, it's time to focus again. Strange as it sounds, the Legion expansion has really put an emphasis on focusing on one path or alt. With artifact knowledge automatically increasing every week, there's less of a need to grind out every alt's artifact power. Every alt gains access to the Vandalite Crucible and other Argus amenities once one character unlocks them, so multiple grinding isn't needed. Also, with the Crucible's power being linked to artifact level, it is best to focus on only one weapon. Even reputation pays to focus on, with the upgraded Argus Flight Whistle now being a toy that all alts can use once obtained. And with the count found unsoundly eardrops sealing the deal, it really does pay to keep a main alt as your focus. But there is something that still benefits from an army of alts, and that's the Endless Horseman's Reigns Runs. If you have questions, tips, or want to discuss a topic further, find us on Twitter at altitis.net and show notes can be found on our website, altitis.net. On behalf of the Alt Army, we hope you find this information useful in the treatment of your Altitis. Argosian appetites lead to transportation turmoil. It's the Overly Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. In the centuries since the Draenei left Argus, the ravages of the Legion have forced all remaining life there to evolve quickly simply to survive. But sometimes the evolutionary path can produce some decidedly odd effects. One such detour revealed itself recently at the bases established by the crew of the Vindicar across Argus. To speed movement of people and supplies, they opted to use transporters instead of a network of flight paths. But soon after the platforms were installed, they began failing at high rates. The cause? A species of semi-sentient rodents that were somehow consuming the teleporter structures, drawing sustenance from the materials and energy contained within. In an effort to solve the problem, a specialist in small creatures was called in, the Druid Myloon. After a one-to-many sit-down with a group of the creatures, she was finally able to establish communications. While we all hope that she will find a way to entice them to find something else to eat, her initial report is not encouraging. According to the Perky Centaur, the first phrase she was able to translate was, Mmm, beacons. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com.